for The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. Yesterday, the Justice Department announced another investigation into a police department in the nation's eye, and the Supreme Court took on a Second Amendment case. It's Tuesday, April 27th. After announcing last week that federal investigators would analyze the Minneapolis Police Department in the wake of Derek Chauvin's murder conviction, Attorney General Merrick Garland announced yesterday that he will be opening a similar probe in Louisville, Kentucky, where Breonna Taylor was killed last March. The analysis will focus on whether or not there's a pattern of unnecessary use of force in the Louisville Police Department, including an examination of officer trainings and accountability measures. It's unclear how long the probes in Louisville and Minneapolis are expected to take. Meanwhile, in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, Andrew Brown Jr. was shot and killed by sheriff's deputies last week. Yesterday, his family was shown 20 seconds of body camera footage, which they claim showed what amounts to an execution. More footage from several officers on the scene is expected to be released to the public soon, as Elizabeth City and the nation mourn the death of another black man at the hands of police. It's now the year after the decade started, which means census results from 2020 are rolling in. Yesterday, the Census Bureau released the new numbers of House seats held by each state based on the latest population data. New York and California lost a seat, while Florida and North Carolina gained one each. Texas gained two. In total, 13 states either gained or lost seats. This will end up shifting the balance of power in the House a bit to the South, benefiting some typically red states. These new numbers will also change the number of electoral college votes per state in the same way. The changes will go into effect for the 2022 election cycle. The United States Supreme Court is poised to weigh in on a case which could have serious ramifications for gun laws in the nation. The case centers around two firearm owners from New York State who believe that the state's regulation of concealed carry permits is too restrictive. The Supreme Court has not made a major ruling in a gun rights case since 2010, when they upheld an individual's right to keep guns in their home for self-defense. The case could be a landmark decision for a court which was shaped during the Trump administration. Arguments in the case won't be heard until October of this year. In other headlines, yesterday, the Biden administration announced that the United States will share its stockpile of 60 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine with allies worldwide. The vaccine, which has not yet been authorized by the FDA, will help North American neighbors Canada and Mexico with their rollout, as well as India, which is currently experiencing a brutal wave of the virus. Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan announced his campaign to seek the Democratic nomination for one of the Buckeye State Senate seats, which will be decided in 2022. The 10-term congressman ran for president in 2020. If he wins the nomination, Ryan will face an uphill climb in the general election. Ohio has been trending towards Republicans in recent years, with Trump winning the state by eight percentage points in each of the last two presidential elections. In California, the organizers of the recall effort of Governor Gavin Newsom have collected enough signatures to place the measure on the ballot. The election will likely take place in the fall. Chad has named a new prime minister following the death of its long-serving president last week. Albert Pahimi Padake will lead the nation after being named to the post by a military council which seized power in the North African nation on April 19th, following the death of then-president Idris Deby. Mohamed Idris Deby, son of the former president and a general in the army, has made himself national president and dissolved the country's parliament. On Monday, the university announced Taishi Nakase as valedictorian and Lucy Wong as salutatorian for the class of 2021. Nakase is an operations research and financial engineering concentrator from Australia, planning to pursue a master's in modeling for global health at Oxford. Wong is a chemistry concentrator pursuing a certificate in classics who plans to attend the Perelman School of Medicine at the University of Pennsylvania. You can read this story and more Princeton news by visiting www.dailyprincetonian.com. If you're in the Princeton area today, expect partly cloudy skies and high temperatures in the mid-70s. 
That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Wilson Kahn and Mark Dodici and produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, Class of 2022. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. Have a wonderful day.